Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Getting Skin Intimate with Faceplant Aesthetics. My name is Lauren and today we're talking all about going solo preparation. So last week I talked about some of my favorite continued education resources and I highly recommend going back and listening to that episode often, uh, making sure you're keeping up with continued education. Um, because when you go solo, you know, you have to make sure you're taking the initiative even more so to keep up with your education and your skills and whatnot. So that's a good resource to have. But um, I don't like write down a script or even really write down what I'm going to talk about other than the topic of the episode. So I'm just going to kind of tell you just as much of a um, going solo preparation kind of checklist as I can think of from the top of my head Um, and if there's anything you feel like um, you need more help with or more questions about feel free to reach out to me on instagram at faceplant aesthetics um so we're just going to start with let's start with finances so first and foremost going solo if you don't already i would get a separate bank account for your business um you know separate checking and a separate savings account for your business um whatever bank you prefer is fine Um, But that's where you want to make sure that all of your incoming and outgoing money related to your business is going. Um, You do not want to mix it in with your personal finances. And it makes it easier come tax season to just have it all there. I just give my CPA, my accountant, my um, account, what are they even called? Statements. That's what they are. Um, And he just goes through them, sees what came in, what came out, and it's just easy that way. Speaking of accountants, I do recommend having an accountant if you don't have one. While you could try to do taxes and whatnot on your own, it really is just so stressful because you do need to make sure you're putting money away um, when you're self-employed. You know, you have to put money away to pay taxes come tax season. So um, I do recommend having an accountant. Find one that especially works with self-employed people. And if they do know how to work with like the beauty industry and knows what goes into it, that's even a bonus. But at least one that um, is really good with working working with um, self-employed um, people. So I definitely recommend that. I also recommend making sure you have some sort of like spreadsheet to keep track of um, your daily finances, your monthly finances, your weekly finances, all that jazz. Um, QuickBooks is a great one. You do have to pay for it, um, but you can hook it up to your sales systems. For example, I use Square for my sales system and my booking system, and you can hook it up right up to QuickBooks. Um, my husband created me a Google spreadsheet that I just use to update my finances on the daily. And on that, I just write down like the different transactions, how much they were, what the expense was, um, different things like what I had to pay my employees that day, my assistants that day, Um, if I had to pay my medical director that day, how much I need to make sure I send to her, keep track of revenue, keep track of expenses, keep track of profit so that I know how much, you know, I'm able to profit and take home. So I definitely recommend you have a spreadsheet of some sort and you're keeping track while your sales systems like Square, for example, do keep track of like kind of your finances, they're not always 100% accurate um, and they're a little confusing sometimes for me. Um, for example, when somebody makes a Venmo transaction, maybe they're buying product from my business. Um, it doesn't always like it doesn't hook up to Square that they made that Venmo transaction and often I forget to input it myself um, into Square, but it is there on the spreadsheet. So 
highly recommend having one of those. And then making sure that you have money set aside, not only to invest in starting your business, but just as a little cushion for the first few months. For example, when I first started out within the first three months, I don't know how soon it was, it was just within the first three months, I had invested $12,000 into my business. This was the down payment for my suite. This was three months worth of rent for my suite as well. Um, I had the finances to pay for the back bar for retail. Start off low with retail or honestly, until you get a feel for what your clients are going to want or need retail-wise, send them through your um, professional portal links to buy product. That's totally fine if you don't have the money to invest in retail for a while. Focus on building your finances for your business and just make sure you keep a little bit aside maybe to reinvest. Um, And that's something I do highly suggest as well is making sure that you're able to set money aside from what you're bringing in to reinvest into your business. Save up maybe if you want to bring on um, and save up for something like skin pen, for example, you have it, you're able to save up and bring it on, things like that. So finance wise, that's what I suggest doing, um, as well as signing up for an LLC. Um, that is again very beneficial tax wise, um, and very official as well, and it enables you to be able to you know write off your business expenses like legally and stuff as well so I do recommend also getting an LLC that is what I have once you start growing you can kind of uh, develop into an S corp which is what I'm working on doing soon and everything but I definitely recommend starting with an LLC registering for that legal wise like I said going into the financial side again make sure you have your CPA your um, LLC and everything so that way you're making sure taxes are being done right for you know being self-employed and that you have um, your business registered and then on top of that legal wise um, you want to make sure that you are registered as a business with you know the federal government the state and even the city that you're going to be working in you need a business license for all three. Get your EIN. Um, that's very important, so make sure you get that. Also, make sure you get insurance, liability insurance, property insurance for you know your um, equipment and everything in case something happens. I use ASCP for my liability and for um, some of my um, property and business insurance. And I also use USAA for even more business insurance for things like my hydrofacial machine just to make sure everything's covered you definitely need insurance and it's illegal if you don't so get your insurance make sure it is active before you start taking clients usually it takes a day or so depending on when you sign up if you don't have it already on your own um, for it to like activate so just kind of make sure you plan that accordingly so that's important and then with a booking system there's so many different options booking system wise. Like I said, I use Square. I love Square. I know, you know, it gets mixed reviews in the industry. I have never really had a complaint about it, like no issues with it other than I wish I could have my waivers, like my treatment waivers in input it into Square. Um, I use JotForm for my waivers, but that's really the only complaint I have about it. Like I use it for my payroll, just so easy for my assistants. 
literally it's amazing i love squares that's what i use to book my clients and process transactions but there's also other um, systems like vagaro which i know is really popular gloss genius i just know you have to pay quite a bit monthly for it um there's one called boulevard there's so many different ones out there so find kind of what works best for you if you are going to go with something like square for example i do recommend while they do have a free version, I do recommend paying for at least a version where you, you're able to send your clients those confirmation texts automatically through the system. Um, because, you know, if a client forgets or whatever, you could have, you know, cancellations last minute or no shows because they didn't get the confirmation or whatever. So I suggest at least paying for that for the monthly um, if you are going to get something like Square. Like I was just kind of talking about, make sure you have waivers. So you want to make sure you have a a medical intake form to keep on file. Every time your clients come in, ask them, are there any um, updates on medical info for us to put on your file? Um, You need to make sure that's updated every single time they come in. Um, And obviously, if there aren't any updates, you just leave it alone, but make sure you're updating it. And then you want to make sure that you're taking intake as far as... um, not just medical info, but like I like to ask my clients, do you prefer a silent appointment or not? Um, are you okay with photos and videos being shared on social channels? How did you find me? What are your skin goals? What products are you using? Stuff like that for the intake forms. And then every single time your clients come in, you should be definitely making sure you're protecting your butt and making them sign the treatment waivers. Um, I use JotForm for all of my forms, like I said, all my waivers, all my contracts, um, all my intake forms. You need to make sure they're signing waivers every single time they come in. I don't care um, if they think it's tedious or whatever. It needs to be done. You need to be protecting your butt and your business, okay? So make sure you have those waivers. If you want printed ones, that's fine. If you have a different system for that you want to use for your waivers, that's fine too. But you need to make sure you're doing waivers, okay? That also is very important. Say if a client were to um, contest a charge, even though they were there for the treatment, I've never had it happen, but I've heard stories of it happening. Them signing the waiver has is proof that they were there for the treatment too. So, um, yeah, just it protects you. So make sure you're having them sign waivers every single time. Okay, as far as what to do, like room wise goes. So let's talk about the bed. The bed, I recommend a bed warmer and most of the stuff you can get from places like Amazon. A bed warmer, get some sheets, you know, a fitted sheet, a flat sheet. Get like a really comfy big blanket. I get mine from Target and then like a cute little throw blanket. And then for like the head area, obviously head wraps. At first I did start with like the um, washable head wraps, but I found that they would lose like their Velcro-ness. <laughs> I don't even know what the word is. So then I um, just get disposable ones from Amazon and they're pretty affordable too. And then underneath the heads, I use either a towel or like a dental bib or even um, you can use like the puppy potty trainer pad things. Um, Like if you're doing something super messy or if you don't want to ruin your sheets or whatever. Um, Yeah, those. Make sure you have towels for, you know, facials and treatments Uh, body towels you want body wraps if clients are going to be dressing down and then you want to make sure you have just like shelving for you know back bar for retail all that make sure you make a list of the things you need some things that you definitely need in your room off the top of my head a towel warmer a uv sterilizer barbicide and barbicide jars obviously 
you want um, a sharps container and then you also want to make sure that you have probably a steamer obviously a laundry basket obviously the bed um cleaning supplies a first aid kit make sure you have a first aid kit you know in case something happens you're prepared um not a lot of people think of that one so make sure you have a first aid kit you have things for um organization a trash can make sure you have gloves you know whatever is works for you for your space organizationally um you can kind of figure out but definitely you need those kinds of like machines and whatnot in your space um i'm trying to think what else it's pretty easy for going solo prep checklist things that you need to do make sure you have yeah your sales system make sure you've got the legalities down the financials down make sure you've got your space set up obviously your waivers your intake forms already um make sure that you have your pricing and your menu listed on your booking system make sure you have that linked on your instagram page and whatnot and then i would say make sure you're building your portfolio on instagram you want to make sure that you're posting you know whatever fits in your niche if you're a lash girl if you're a facial girl if you're doing advanced treatments whatever make sure you're posting um, the content that attracts the clients for the treatments you're wanting to specialize in don't try to do it all. Um, I know you're probably taught in school. I was taught in school at least. Like, offer everything when you first go solo because you need to build a clientele. I call BS on that. Um, I think that that's in the long run more of a nightmare because if you're trying to offer everything, you know, facials, waxing, advanced treatments, lashes, brows, whatever, it makes it harder to actually develop and build the clientele for the exact niche that you're wanting to do um because then if you're building clientele for services you're not wanting to do and then you maybe eventually cut back on those treatments or get rid of them off your menu you might lose clients quite a bit because they weren't for the niche you want so definitely definitely just focus on advertising and perfecting your craft with the niche in the aesthetics industry that you're wanting to do. Um, little fun things. If you're able to have snacks and maybe drinks available for your clients, that's that's awesome. Make sure you have um, music going. You've got the mood, um, the aesthetic for your room. Make sure it's all cute because honestly, that actually does matter. <laughs> Um, when it comes to finding a space, if you're going solo and you're planning on like suite renting or whatever, make sure you read the contract, like actually read it before you sign it. This is your business. Usually those contracts are six months to a year. Don't just sign a place because it seems cute or because you really need to find a place. Make sure you've actually read the contract. Okay. Um, and again, make sure financially that not only you have the money for the down payment, um, for the security deposit, make sure you also have money for about three months worth of rent, just in case it takes you a little bit to build your clientele. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of what you need to do prep-wise going solo, um, other than making sure you get back bar. With back bar, I will say, don't invest in like the back bar sizing yet. Just get retail size for the back bar products you're going to be using, because you don't again, know what products you're going to be using the most and it would be a bummer to waste money on back bar sizing and you don't use certain products. 
So definitely start with retail sizing first when um, getting your back bar. You can get majority of your supplies from Amazon. Um, Amazon also has like a, like a business account type thing where you can get certain things for cheaper. Highly suggest that. You know, again, they have the disposables there. They have the head wraps. They have the body wraps. They have, you know, sheets, bed warmers, trash cans, laundry baskets. They have the cabicide wipes. They have barbicide. They have barbicide jars, sharp containers, literally everything. Amazon's amazing. Um, definitely one of their top customers. I mean, actually, probably not really, but I have weekly packages that come in from them. And then make sure that you are building relationships with the brands you plan on carrying, um, keeping in, like, in check with pro support, um, with the continued education, offering services, doing trainings. That's very important. But honestly, going solo, if it's something you truly want to do business-wise, it seems way scarier than it is. I mean, it's still scary, don't get me wrong. When I first was going solo, I was kind of terrified because I didn't really know anybody here in Utah. I'm not from the state. Um, didn't really have a clientele built up. Um, I was nervous and I kept like, you know, I was in my first place for three weeks, but only like one day a week. And then I ended up signing for my old suite and just, I was worried about, will I be able to, you know, build a clientele to pay for this place and pay for my business and make an income. And I did like that same month. (laughs) Um, and then it's just scary. Change is scary. Risk is scary. Trust your intuition and you got this fine estheticians you admire that are solo estheticians that you can pick their brains for lots of estheticians offer like business 101 like business calls um sd support calls so see if one you admire offers it or if they don't see if they'd be willing to um and pay them for it that is something i highly recommend is finding a business mentor and like a treatment mentor um or, you know, it can be the same person even. Just somebody that you can pick their brains. Um, you feel like it's worth paying them for. Um, and if they don't charge you, that's great too. Like if you just build a relationship and a friendship with them, that's even better. Um, find people you trust. Remember that while there are so many estheticians in the air, like in your area, um, most likely. And, you know, you all could be offering similar treatments similar product lines and whatnot remember that you you are going to build the clientele that's right for you okay you there's so many people out there okay there's so many faces out there you you can do work virtually i have a lot of virtual clients there's so much you can do within the industry so don't sweat it trust yourself take risks take educate and calculate risks though and put in the work. It is a lot of work. I was basically working nonstop for a year before I finally took a break. And you know, the the highs are highs and the lows are lows when you're running your own business, whether it's with aesthetics or just in general, if you're an entrepreneur, you're running your own business. But trust me, you got this. Ask questions. If you feel like it isn't the right fit for you being solo, that's fine too. There are other people, other estheticians that try going solo and absolutely do not like it. (laughs) Um, And that's fine. Like, Do what's best for you. Don't feel like you have to go solo just because that is kind of the popular thing to do, right? Um, Again, it's all about you, all about what's best for your business, for your goals within the industry, for you and your family. 
So yeah, that's the main tips I have for you when it comes to going solo. I hope you found it helpful. Um, If you have any questions, again, send me a DM, like text me, send me messages. I'm here to answer any questions, but those are definitely my top things that um, you're going to want to make sure you have before you start taking your clients. Um, Yeah, that's all I have for you. I will talk with you guys again next week and have a good rest of your week.